flipping your switch and doing new things and switching things up in your life can seem overwhelming. And it might seem like a massive undertaking. And you might think, oh gosh, there's just so many ways to do this. This is so overwhelming. I'm going to Google it. And then you find a million other ways to do it. But really, flipping your switch is really a personal thing. And it's going to be a personal undertaking. But the thing is that everybody goes through similar milestones when they flip this switch. But we're going to talk talk about those milestones. But I want you to just focus on your personal needs because that's the way you're going to make this successful. This is part nine, the final episode of my series, How to Switch Things Up in Your Life. The links to all the other episodes are down below. So today, I will share the seven steps to your personal plan to flip the switch. Number one, find an activity that challenges you. So the activity that will most help you flip your own switch is one that challenges you. Not challenging your neighbor, your best friend, a sibling, you. Maybe your challenge in life is getting that laundry folded and put away (laughs) all at one time. You know, it takes what an hour to wash it, and then it sits in the basket and dry it, and then it sits in the basket all all day, or all week, really. Um, Or maybe you're challenged something that's a little challenging to you. If you do crossword puzzles, do it in pen instead of doing it ink. So just find the activity, maybe something that you're already working on or doing, but that's going to challenge you. Number two, make a commitment to yourself. Whatever challenge you're undertaking, you're doing it for you. So make that promise to that person in the mirror that you are going to try your hardest and you're not going to give up when the going gets tough. Number three is to set realistic goals. And we talked about smart goals, right? And thinking small so that you can go big. But make sure that those goals are attainable. And it's easier to eat an elephant one bite at a time. So making those little goals along the way. Because like the laundry example... You're not going to fold all the laundry that you do on Sunday, but the end of Sunday, but maybe you could hang up the stuff that's going to wrinkle, or perhaps you only use a pen on the crossword answers that you're 100% certain about, pencil and the rest, that type of thing. So don't set the bar so high that if you don't get it, you're going to get discouraged and quit. So set those realistic goals. Number four. You do a do a digital detox. Turn off the TV, turn off the internet, stop using your phone or whatever. Get rid of useless distractions like those free games on your phone. The television program isn't gonna help you concentrate or make time go faster, right? Just don't. You can't flip your switch on one activity if your brain's partially paying attention to another. And one thing to keep in mind, I'm I'm learning Spanish through a free app called Duolingo. You've probably heard of it. But one of the sayings that pops up on the screen as your lesson is loading is that something along to the of the fact that you can learn a language on the app, 15 minutes a day on the app. What does 15 minutes on social media do for you? So prioritize your time because time is a valuable resource. Number five, remove interruptions. This could be children, 
um, digital things like your phone, television, whatever. Do your best to remove those interruptions that you know are going to crop up so you can focus on that one thing that you want to flip the switch on. Number six, track your progress and reward yourself. So find an easy way. And easy, by that I mean it's not kind time-consuming, it doesn't cost you anything, it's not hard to do. Find an easy way to track your progress. Sometimes it can be a post-it note. Sometimes it's a calendar of physically that you check off days. Maybe you have something digital on your phone, even though I said do a digital detox, but I, I you know, use my phone for certain things and then I try to put it away for others. But maybe you need to journal about your feelings, how things went how your next goal is and how you want to achieve it. Uh, journaling is always a good thing. I should do a series on journaling. Put that note in my <laughs> file. All right, and number seven, and finally, enjoy yourself. Enjoy this experience. Enjoy what you're doing and the experiences that you're having. Live in the moment. You know, it's like mindful eating. Have you heard about this? This is a new thing for me, but... It's like really focusing on the taste and every bite and and concentrating on the food that's in your mouth at the moment. So learn to enjoy everyday experiences and be grateful there. Learning to flip your switch is a progress. And it's not like a one-day training online, right? It's going to take time, practice, building a new habit to find out exactly what it takes for you to be in the zone. So what are you going to focus on now? Now that we've been through all nine of these different stages of switching things up on your life, what are you going to focus on? I love getting your direct messages on social media or email me at Colleen at ColleenHammond.com. All the links are also in the show notes. Now, starting next week is a new series. This one's a five-part series on how to build yourself up and to build others up. I'll see you then.